What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of For the Record. I am your host, Tyler C., and we've got another great episode on tap today. On For the Record, I have conversations with the next wave of elite golfers to uncover how they got to where they are today and what it takes to succeed at the highest levels. I'm very excited to have my friend Joe Fryer on today's episode. Joe played his college golf at Long Beach State University, where he had a very solid career, capturing three wins and earning first-team all-conference honors twice. In 2018, Joe won the Southern California Amateur Championship, joining the likes of Tiger Woods, Patrick Cantlay, and many more. Joe turned pro last year after graduating and lives in Arizona playing tournaments all along the West Coast and is sure to break out soon. Joe breaks down life as a pro golfer and how he focuses on the big picture to keep improving every day. He details how he is able to stay so consistent in college and how that is translating into pro golf. We also discuss his win at the SoCal Am and what he learned in his experience there. We had a lot of fun recording this episode and hope you learned something new. Enjoy. All right, welcome in, Joe. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, I know you had a tourney this past week. How'd that go? It was good, yeah, down in that Southern Dunes in Southern Arizona in Maricopa. Um, finished T9th, uh, played in the Swing Thought Tour two days. Um, game was solid, you know, always, as a golfer, you're always, you know, the goal is always to win. Um, so there's a lot of losing going on, but just trying to progress and, you know, keep trying to get top 10s and stuff. So it's progressing nicely. Nice. Yeah, right now in this stage of your career, it's very much like the learning time. And uh, it's pretty cool with like new mini tours like the Swing Thought Tour coming out. Like I know it's been really big along among all like the mini tour golfers. Yeah, it's been really cool. Um, The first time I played in one was out at Sandpiper up in Santa Barbara, uh, like early September. Um, Hadn't really heard about it and then saw it, heard it was a, a nice purse and they have a guaranteed purse, which is always good for any mini tour golfer starting. Um, so yeah, I just registered and played three of those so far. And then I got one, I'm heading out tomorrow to play at Saboba, Saboba Springs, um, and play a two day there. And then I think I got another couple more of those coming up. So something to look forward to for sure. Nice. Yeah. That's really great to see like a bunch of tournaments still going on during the winter. And that's like, you know, the benefit obviously being on the, the West coast, but, uh-huh. um, yeah. So you just moved to Arizona from California. You know, what has the pro golf life been like for you? It's been good. So I, uh, yeah, I moved out here, uh, early September. Um, I always, I always liked it out here. I used to come out and visit my buddy and play tournaments. I'd stay with him. Um, they just got a lot of tournaments and a, and a lot of good players. Um, several people, I grew up in Washington state. So there's a couple guys that come down here in the summer or sorry, in the winter time, uh, when it's cold up there and they practice and play down here. So I already knew a decent amount of people and it's just, yeah, it's just nice to get into a routine and, you know, get into a process and think of a bigger picture goal. Um, being out here and bigger and playing and practicing with good players all the time and just being around guys that are trying to do the same thing as me, it just motivates you and, you know, keeps your, keeps your mind right and just keeps you on the right track. So Sometimes it's a, it can be a tough transition to go from college to pro golf. Um, I had a blast in college playing with my teammates and stuff. Um, but being out here and being around a, a group of guys that are all doing the same thing, it still feels like, um, you know, still enjoying it and having fun. Yeah, that's like really important, I think, to have, especially like on that road to pro golf and 
also that, but like having that constant competition that, you know, not just playing competitively every couple of weeks for a tournament, but being able to like compete every day, you know, with the guys. And I feel like that really keeps your game sharp. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I live for right there. I live for those, those action money games, you know, uh, just waking up and, you know, seeing who wants to play and playing different courses around the area. Um, at least for, for me, and I'm sure a lot of good players, that's, that's the way that I, it helps me get a lot better is just constantly competing day in, day out, even during practice sessions and just playing shipping games with guys and playing putting games and stuff like that. It just keeps my mind, my mind sharp. And like, uh, it's always been a little tough for me to spend several hours just practicing with, um, and just hitting balls. You know, I don't, I don't really enjoy hitting balls as much anymore. I'd rather do like a more of a focus practice. And like, like I said, getting out on the course and playing some action games and just, you know, seeing where my game's at and getting tournament ready as much as I can. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all about that balance. Yeah. So I know originally you were born in England. Um, you know, how long did you live there and how did that golf culture there inspire you to be the golfer that you are today? Yeah, so I was born in England. Um, came to uh, came to Washington State uh, when I was pretty young. Um, I grew up in Washington, and I moved back to England when I was fifteen, and I lived there for about three or four years. Uh, I went to a golf school called the Lee Westwood Golf School um, up in Essex. Um, so that was kind of like a, it was a change, but it was just I I live with a bunch of guys from all over all over the world. Um, it was kind of like a boring school. So I stayed there on site. They had a golf course and then we learned, we went to school obviously as well, but it was, there was a lot of golf that we played. And I, um, I don't know, it's, it's a, it's still golf over there. It's not that much different. Um, I'd say that, you know, obviously it's nice to hit the ball lower cause there's some wind. Um, there's more links courses, uh, over there. They, Playing, playing in the in the at the clubs there, like practicing and stuff, like handicap, um, is like a big thing there. So like you'll you'll play in like scratch events. Um, growing up as a junior, that when I was like fifteen or sixteen, where like you'll use a you'll use like a handicap and like uh, play like with like older guys, like a bigger age group. You're playing with guys that are like eighteen to like seventy, and then you'll go in and like have a beer after. Like it's just <laughs> it's just super chill. Like uh, so I really I really enjoyed that stuff and living with different guys from all over and then coming back to where I ended up going to Western Washington. Uh, not that much of a change because I've always been back and forth between England and the U S but I, I definitely enjoyed my time there going to that golf school and meeting those guys and getting friends for life. So it's really good. Yeah. That's super sick. Especially just having friends all over. You can any, any option, especially, you know, pro golf, a lot of great, uh, you know, mini tour action or, you know, developing, developing tour action in, in Europe. Um, so that, that's really sick. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So then you played your college golf at Long Beach state, um, where you had a very solid and consistent college career. Um, what would you attribute your consistency to? Um, I'd say that, you know, I just, I was really comfortable at Long Beach state. I really liked, um, where I ended up going. Uh, I wasn't sure early on, um, I always wanted to go to a Pac-12 school, um, and then I, uh, my family ended up moving down to Long Beach, so I was close to my family at the time, uh, and then I just really liked the community, and I liked, uh, 
I liked the campus and I liked um, the practice practice facilities and I just enjoyed I don't know I just enjoyed being down in the sunshine because I being from Washington growing up there from when I was three and then going to England from 16 to 15 or 16 to like 18 I'd always been in cold weather so for me it was like it, it, uh, it didn't I mean I wanted to go to a uh, a good school, which Long Beach was a really great school that I went to and I loved it. But like, it was just being in the sunshine and being able to practice whenever I wanted. And, you know, also do things outside of golf. I go hang out at the beach and stuff like that. So I just, I think a big thing for my success, which I'd say would just be balance. Uh, I feel like I balanced my, my practice and my golf and my social life and also getting to enjoy, you know, just being a student at school as well um, was really key for me. So I think that, like, you know, there's a lot of good players that are around the Long Beach area as well. You know, I got to meet several good players that, like, you know, brought me up and, and mentored me as well. So there's just there's a lot of things that attribute to it. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, just the Long Beach area producing a lot of big golfers like Patrick Cantlay and you got Virginia Country Club there with Jamie Mulligan. It's just like a great place to be for golf. And yeah, really, it's a, uh, it's like a really good spot. You know, Virginia Country Club was all, had always been good to us, and we'd get to play out there on Mondays and Wednesdays, and uh, we were playing there on Fridays for a decent amount. Um, it's it's there's a lot of good players and a lot of good mentors out there that like well, any guy that comes into Long Beach State, you know, they'll usually be around that area at some point. Um, so just, I for me, it's always been, I always got excited when I would when I was um, playing in a group or a foursome where I wasn't, obviously I like to be the best player in the group, but I love playing with players that are as good or if not better than me. It just gets me really excited to play with. I like being in that marquee group, you know, like playing with guys that are really good and, and just getting the chance to, you know, see where my game's at and just compete. I'm just such a competitor that it's like, it just fires me up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that pressure is a privilege. You want to be in that spotlight. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And speaking of that spotlight, you know, one of your biggest events so far in your career, you won the 2018 SCGAM, Southern California Am, pretty much. Historic winners of this event include Tiger Woods, Patrick Cantlay, Bo Hostler, et cetera. You know, what was that like to win such a prestigious event? And how did that affect your confidence and who you were as a golfer? Um, it was really exciting to win that event. Uh, I actually, I had played in that same tournament um, I think either the year before that, I think the summer before that, or maybe two years before that, my first time playing in that tournament, I played it out at in uh, Mission Hills Country Club. And I think I missed the cut by like one or two shots. And I was just like pissed. I was like, oh, God, this sucks, you know, missing the cut by like one or two shots. And then I, and then I got a chance to play it again out at, uh, at La Jolla. Um, and I, uh, I don't know. I just, I felt comfortable on the greens, on the Puana greens. I putted really well the first two rounds. Uh, I think I had, I can't, I think I had like a two shot lead going to the last round and then just, you know, got, got excited, you know, being in the moment, being, uh, being in the lead. So I just, I uh, played, played, uh, I think I made a few bogeys on the back nine there and then I played well coming down the stretch and then, and then that tournament kind of just – I think that had been the biggest tournament that I'd won at the time. So I kind of just boosted my confidence from there and, you know, just slowly tried to just try and get better and see if we could contend some more. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And like you said, they're on the back nine. I think you made four bogeys in a row coming down the stretch. You know, what were the main things that you focused on in that moment to stay composed and still manage to get the dub? Um, I feel like for me, uh, I usually, for me, uh, like I usually play well when I'm around or when I'm around the lead or if I'm leading. And when I made four bogeys, I feel like I, when I make bogeys around the lead or when I'm in contention, I don't get as frustrated because I know that I'm right there. I know that at like one bogey or a couple bogeys that time I made four, thankfully I had a decent lead. Um, that like I, I know that I can make a couple more to get right back it back in it. So I just I just stayed patient and I just uh, I don't think I even knew really what the score is at. Um, I knew that one of the guys in my group when I made four bogeys, I think he made kind of a big number on one of the holes. He like lost the ball, so I was like, oh, I, I mean, I got to be right there. So like I didn't didn't really really fluster me or anything. I just tried to stay in my game and uh, ended up. I think I made birdie on the last hole. I can't really remember. Maybe I blacked out. I don't know. It was fun. <laughs> I, I think I think you knocked it to like three feet or something for yeah. birdie. Yeah. I, I think I just like I had like a great number. I think it was I can't remember the exact. It was like one sixty five. I want to say it was like an eight iron up the hill, and I just flushed it. And it was like a, it's a blind tee shot or it's a blind second shot. And there were some people around the green. They just clapped, and I was like, oh, sick! Like I could get it done there. <laughs> yeah, those are the moments you live for. That's so awesome. Yeah, that was that was a highlight for sure. Yeah. So now you're in pro golf, looking to win some more. You know, you got any short-term or long-term goals for the future? Yeah, I do. Um, I'd say I'd start with long-term because uh, I always like to look at the bigger pr- picture and, you know, work my way backwards from there. Um, a big goal of mine is I'd love to play in the Ryder Cup. Um, so I think I think that – I've always looked at goals as like, you know, I think it'd be awesome to be the number one player in the world. Um, but I feel like that's just not, it's just not a goal for me to say like, I want to be number one player in the world. Like I want to contend in a bunch of tournaments. I want to play at the highest level all the time. So I think a goal of playing in the Ryder cup, if you're playing in the Ryder cup, you're doing pretty well. You know, you've won tournaments. You're probably a top. If you're talking about United States rankings, yeah, I see you're at least like a top 15 or 10 and, you're probably a top 20 player in the world, I'd say, which is pretty good. Um, so, like, that's my main goal is to, is to do something big like that. I, um, You know, obviously, there's a bunch of steps and a process to get there. You got to go through the PGA Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, and then maybe you go through Canada and, and all that stuff where you can go to Europe and do it that way. Um, I'd say short-term goal uh, is – one of my short-term goals was to come out here and – play golf in Scottsdale and play as a professional. So I've achieved that. I've achieved that one. Um, and then the next one is just trying to, uh, you know, just get ready for Q school. I think that's what all guys are trying to get ready for. You have these tournaments, um, all these mini tour tournaments that you play in and, and they're great and stuff. You can make, you can make some good, some money and you can get some experience. Uh, but the main goal is to get some status and get on a tour and then work your way up from there. So everything I usually do, every day as I'm progressing to when I'll play a Q school. So I'll set, I try to play a lot of tournaments um, and just get my body ready and my mind ready and stuff like that to eventually perform at the Q school. Um, something that's, I'd say that's really helped, helped me. And like the way I see a bigger picture, I'd say is that like, 
when I play in these mini tour tournaments, um, my good friend and caddy Joe, Joe Putz, he comes down from me and he caddies for me. Uh, whenever we're near the lead or we, we have a chance to win, we always just, we always think like, uh, well, what's, what's like the main goal here? You know, what's the main goal? And the main goal is to get Q school and the main goal is to get to the next level, get to the corn Ferry tour, get to the PGA tour. So these are just like stepping stones. So it's like, let's not be afraid to win because it's just, uh, it's not the main goal. The, ma the main goal isn't to win this week on this mini tour. You know, that's just a stepping stone to get to the next level. So I'd say stuff like that. I mean, a lot of, a lot of guys down here that live in Scottsdale, I'm sure think the same way and have the same goals and ambitions. So that's just a big plus being around a lot of guys like that. Yeah. That's awesome that you're able to stay more present and really realize the, you know, the day by day process. And I think that's like the most important thing, especially as a golfer, just cause golf's a marathon, you know, it's game of a lifetime. Yeah, it really is. That's what I love about golf. You know, you can play it for such a long time and it's at the end of the day, it's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot more factors that go into it than just the golf swing and playing in a, go a single golf tournament. There's so many more things that what it takes to play at the next level and to play at a high level consistently. Um, so that's just what, it's just a never ending, never ending game. You're just trying to figure out every day and just every day is just a new day to get after it. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, with that, any closing remarks? Um, uh, I'd say, uh, like any advice for some players or sure. Yeah. I'd say, uh, I got a couple of buddies who want to come live out here in Scottsdale and practice and play and stuff like that. I'd say, um, I'd say after you graduate college and turn pro, um, it's really important to, to surround yourself with people that are trying to do similar things that you're trying to do. Um, and just competing, you know, I know at Long Beach state, we competed all the time. We compete in practice and compete on the course. At least I love to do that. Um, I think that's something that a lot of good players enjoy doing. So I just say, continue to do that and just have fun and just, and you know, the sky's really the limit at the end of the day, it's all on yourself. That's why, that's why I love, like I said, again, I love golf so much because nobody can tell you nothing like dance or like, I don't know, some sort of sport where there's a judge can tell you how good you are it's kind of on yourself at the end of the day you know you can put the work in and sign up for whatever tournaments you want to play in and then um just see how good you can get really so really appreciate you having me on here dude i've seen several episodes of your podcast so far it looks uh looks really good and you got a good good presenter voice dude i'm sure it's gonna kick off here oh thanks yeah that's kind of kind of why i started it but uh yeah thanks so much for coming on yeah i really appreciate it and uh great career in the past and a great career coming forward i'm looking uh, really look forward to watching you yeah thanks tyler talk to you soon buddy yeah thanks joe thank you very much for listening to today's episode if you enjoy my podcast please don't forget to like subscribe check out all of our social media pages at four dot the record or visit our website for the record.golf i would love to hear your feedback about who you want to hear from next and what topics you are most interested in learning about Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing you next time.